Hey, this is Father Yuri Hladio. It's not recording. Yeah, it is. Oh. It's uh and Nikyla. Welcome to our family update. This is Cohen Great. <laughs> And we're back! Oh my gosh, that was an aggressive way to come back. Join me. And we're, we're back. back! No, it's too aggressive. We're making our, our listeners' ears hurt. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> we, we have to assume everyone's wearing uh, headphones. So. Well, welcome back, everyone, to the NPR documentary regarding the marriage of Yuri and Nikaila. Do documentaries have to be visual? No, we're literally listening to the rise and fall of Mars Hill Church. But and is that's that, an audio. That's an audio documentary. So okay. So is the definition of documentary just um, truth revealing? Document. No. Docu- oh. <laughs> it's documentary. In it's in the name. Documentaries are not any more truth revealing than fictional movies. Um. Explain that one. Documentaries are storytelling mechanisms. It's so a genre. Also, it's okay. a genre of storytelling. Okay, so all stories are equally true, then, based all on what you said. All stories reveal truth. True. I guess we did say revealing. So reveal truth ab- about the Various viewer, things. listener, the audience what, about what I'm trying to something say, about life. We have a tendency in our culture to equate fact and truth. Oh yeah, and, and I was I about to, to respond by saying true, <laughs> which is funny. And I want to separate those two things, right? Exactly. Things can be, for example, I really, I really much like the speaking, the Lord well, of the Rings, right, as a yeah, story. Yeah. And I would say the Lord of the Rings is extremely truthful. Like it contains and mm-hmm. reveals a lot of truth, mm-hmm. but like none of it is factual, right? <laughs> like, or there was that time where Zoya, what Zoya asked you if somebody if narnia was real like my niece asked me we were talking about blind the witch in the wardrobe and she was right. like is it real and i didn't want to say no yeah like i didn't want sorry i shouldn't say that i didn't want to say it's not real or that right. it's fake right because i think that talking that way um uh puts i guess like scientific or like rational certainty mm-hmm. as the highest form of truth mm-hmm. um uh so I just said it's real in a different way. Got it. Because it is real, right? It's so, like Santa Claus. So okay, Santa well, Claus so, is so, real. So, so since you just brought up Santa Claus, I we're on the other side of Christmas, but this is you know we haven't talked to people since like August, I think at this point. So you know we can we can go backwards in time. Um, we watched Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and you were so. Angry is the wrong word, but for a few days you kept talking about it of like, I don't want to show my future children this. I mentioned this in passing once with no, no emotion. No, 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 no. But you talked about you definitely brought it up like the next day or two as well. You bring it up. No, okay. you did. But so because you had said, if I understood it correctly, that like that movie and the myth of Santa Claus, no one can tell, but I am air quoting myth of Santa Claus. Um right. The story, the cultural story. The cultural story, story of, of Santa Claus, you said yeah. does not impact we do not live out that reality in our day-to-day because we don't participate in that narrative because we don't give gifts to each other on christmas right we don't like the whole santa claus thing Mm -hmm. and like people in our culture participate in that you leave out milk you leave out cookies you put out the stockings yeah yeah, yeah. you know it's on christmas day yeah so the 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 tv special santa claus is coming to town is the origin myth of of how we got to all of those traditions that we do so that the tv special assumes that you do all of this stuff. 
Yes. So the fact that you don't do any of this stuff and then it's telling you this is why we do all this stuff. Right. Like that it doesn't it it would be like I don't know. It it's like a story that you're not participating in or it's a story that's assuming that you're doing something that you're not doing. So then why would that be any less good or real or true than Narnia? Like what part what part are you living out of Narnia in your day-to-day life? How are you enacting the story and myth of Narnia? Like, well, Narnia is not telling me that, well, this is why we wash the dishes after dinner. <laughs> like Narnia is not doing that. Narnia is just a story which reveals some truth. Okay. So then, because, because of the fact of the narrator says kids, and this is why we do this. And there's like letters to Santa being like, Santa, why do you wear a red sweater? Why, why do you, why is your name? Chris Kringle. Santa, who'd you marry? Is she hot? Santa, why did my dad leave? <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, Santa. Because I'm your father. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Well, I I understand what you were saying. That's all. Like, I, you know, Mike, we just don't do Santa Claus. Yeah. And then this TV special literally only exists to explain to children mm-hmm. why we do these Santa Claus traditions. Yeah. Which we probably won't be doing in our household. I got in trouble in preschool for saying that Santa didn't exist. See, but Santa does exist. Well, but that's my point. We all culturally know. Santa exists. The person of Santa does not right, exist. Right, but he, he exists in a different way than like up that like you exist, right? Well, of course. But like you, you me and you are talking, and our listeners understand know exactly who we're talking, who we're talking about. about. They're yeah. not like what is the what the heck is a Santa? Who's Santa? Right. So there is there is a cultural agreed upon identity. Of for Santa. this thing. So and are you, you saying I shouldn't have gotten in trouble for saying that Santa, wait, that I should have gotten in trouble for saying Santa didn't exist? Uh, the reason you should have gotten in trouble for saying Santa didn't exist mm-hmm. is because they should have corrected you on the nature of existence <laughs> itself. <laughs> My preschool was so advanced. Let also, me tell like, you. You can go to the mall and literally sit on Santa's lap. I mean, don't. Right? Sit beside him. So like there's, there is a, it's like a kind of reality that we have to give a body to. Right. I saw um, over the holiday season that this girl I went to elementary school with um, took her kid for pictures with the Grinch instead of with Santa. Thoughts? Thoughts Sorry, and prayers? I'm eating. Give me your thoughts while I'm eating. Um, it, like, I mean, I don't know if I actually have any thoughts. I mean, it's it's weird. It's weird to take your picture, take your kid for a picture with the Grinch. So is this Grinch pre his heart growing? We don't know. If we would assume post is heart growing. We great. we would assume it's post because the it's already happened. It's in, a great tale of repentance. Exactly, except that he looked angry in the photo. Yeah, so, that's probably he angry was like Grinch. he was like giving like you know <laughs> that version of the Grinch in the photo, which was you know a little strange. Also, because of COVID, they were sitting on like two separate chairs, like far apart from each other. <laughs> it was just How really useful. It was just really funny. It's like, why would you take your child for a picture with this? This does not make sense. But you know, I'm I've been known to be a Scrooge. You have been known to be a Scrooge. Yep. I've uh, you know, I've tried opening my heart to the joys of Christmas, but it's tough for you. Yeah. Like I will there are a few Christmas movies I will watch, but I am bad at watching them before like 
the week of Christmas. Before that, I'm like, it's too soon. But then it gets to the week. It's too soon to have joy in your heart. (laughs) And then it gets to like the week of, I'm like, I don't have time to watch all these movies. So this year, I didn't even get to watch all the ones I wanted to. I only watched two. We We didn't watch Elf this year. We didn't watch Elf. We didn't watch... Um, Rudolph, which is the better version of now Rudolph, that is a good myth. Yeah, that's the that's the American because uh, it's the myth of acceptance. It's the American myth. It's the um, I'm. <laughs> it's the American dream as told by yeah, literally. What, what do you think? <laughs> it's somebody who's at the bottom who okay. raises who develops a skill and okay. raises themselves up by their bootstraps and achieves success and gets to the top. Okay, of the hierarchy. but I don't think that's the American dream. I, I don't think that Rudolph developed a skill. I think that people came to accept his skill. His skill was his red nose. And guess what? People made fun of him at first. But he learned how to hone his skill. It is a story of the outsider coming. Uh, it's, it, it is a story of somebody who's at the bottom of the hierarchy getting to the top of the hierarchy. Right. But so I, would say, I would say that the American dream is not that. Because, well, you know, say the American racism. Dream. Oh, racism. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, let's power leave our level. Let's leave our level of analysis there. <laughs> you know, racism. <laughs> you know. Um, we all know exactly what everybody means when they use that word. So. Patriarchy. Yeah. Like exactly. Yeah. Uh, hello. Uh, corrupt power hierarchies. Like we need to keep Rudolph at the bottom. Exactly where he belongs. Exactly. As dancer, a male reindeer. Dancer was the true hero of the story. I think it was Prancer. Uh oh. Yeah. This is what's going to tear our family <laughs> apart. <laughs> Just like the family of Rudolph was torn apart. Was Did the his family mother torn die? Apart? No, that's Bambi. <laughs> If you have four legs and antlers could be on and your body, you, are an animated. you must have lost your mother. No, but there's something. Oh, no, he just leaves his family because he thinks that nobody wants him. Well, his dad's like, you're useless. Oh, wow. Here. Dads can do that. Like the, I mean, it's not the Harry Potter thing. Like the Harry Potter thing is- His parents died. No, That's, that's very that different. Okay, you, you don't even let me get to it. Okay, his go. parents died when he's one, but he's raised in a home. That doesn't want him, right? Mm-hmm, like the, mm-hmm. his aunt and uncle who are abusive and, and don't want him. So, right. And then he has to like, and he has this power mm-hmm. that he doesn't really know yet, which mm-hmm. is his shiny note. Sorry, his his magical ability. His, right. Yes. Uh, and then, you know, a big guy in a beard comes and tells him that he actually is a wizard, Harry. Um, Santa goes, in, <laughs> you're a wizard, Rudolph. <laughs> no, not your wizard. You are useful, Rudolph. Um. Yeah, with your nose so bright. Exactly. So it, uh, there's there's a similarity if in that If you story. had to pick any set of parents from Harry Potter to be yours, which ones would you want? Well, it's hard to vote against the Weasley parents. I would pick Hermione's parents because we never see them. Mm. And they do yeah, not- you, you do see them. When? Uh, second book. Second book in Diagon Alley. They're talking to, uh, I think Arthur oh. Weasley is like, tell me all about dentistry. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, but- uh, Listeners, uh, let me know if there are any other instances in which- we see her we see parents. Her parents. We hear that her parents. She she goes obliv- on a ski trip. She yeah, but you don't see. They're I, not in the scene. I know. I know. She obliviates her parents in the seventh book and sends them to like oh, I forget Australia or. But something. we don't see that happen. You don't see it. She just tells them that she it happened. tells them that's what happened to protect them. Right. But like, I mean, those parents, other than Harry's parents, because they're dead, her parents care the least about her. <laughs> She's like, oh, it's summer holidays, and I've been away for ten months. I'm going to go. <laughs> To the, Weasley's live at the Weasleys now. And it's like, oh, is it, you know, Christmas vacation and they're going to go on a ski trip? Uh, parents, I'd rather just stay here yeah. and they don't care. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, if I had to pick a Harry Potter parent, it's Hermione's. Why? You don't want your parents around? <laughs> I hope your parents aren't listening want, to this. I want the freedom. If I could okay? pick any parents, it would be the parents that never, ever talk to me and I don't have to interact it with. Just, it just, you know, it, it reminds me of my current life. 
I'm just going to keep eating my tart here. <laughs> no, my uh, my parents are great. We went to visit my parents, didn't we? Okay, yeah, just shove that entire tart in your mouth, and now I have to talk for a solid 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Um, so, yeah, Christmas happened. We went back to the promised land of Manitoba, and my goodness, friends, was it ever chilly. But was it ever beautiful? People love to think that Winnipeg is just cold, which they are not wrong. It is cold. It's very cold. Well, welcome back from your tart. How was it? Well, I'm still picking bits of it out of my teeth. (laughs) Um, So it was, when we were there, there was a cold snap. And it rarely, rarely went above negative 30, which for our American audience, I think was about negative 20-ish. Negative 17, negative 20, yeah. Somewhere in there, Fahrenheit. Um, It was cold. Yeah, it's very chilly where you're... Like, so Nikaila's walk, we went for a walk outside. Yep. Nikaila's got a bit of her hair sticking out from under all of her winter clothes. <laughs> Layers, but it's people. kind of like near your mouth because you're breathing. So yeah. the steam, the, not the steam, the breath comes out. Yep. It touches the hair, but then the hair like turns white with frost. Yeah. I basically looked moisture. like an eight year old woman. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Got a glimpse into my future. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look good. <laughs> if my skin doesn't change, but my hair just goes if white. You look exactly the same. <laughs> I'm going to look hair. real good at 80. <laughs> Yeah, but we, we the funny part is I think we spent more time outside there in the negative 30 than we generally do here. Yeah, I cannot handle the cold when I'm in Hamilton. When I'm it in Winnipeg, freezing. I'm like, yeah, fine. like the difference in how in the way the cold is a little feels shocking, yeah. is very different. Very, very different. Like in Winnipeg. Yeah, it's it's cold. Like there's no doubt about it. Psychological. Maybe. So when you're in Winnipeg, you just commit. No, 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 no. It's going to be cold and you just deal with it. There is a difference because I can bundle up in the exact same amount of layers here as I would in Winnipeg. And I think I would still feel colder here because of the humidity. I think that is the game changer because in Winnipeg, like we went on like an hour long walk in negative 35. And other than the part between my eyebrows to my mouth, which was exposed, everything else was warm. Like I was warm. So we have big news. Nicole, do you want to share it right away? Oh, um, uh, Nikaila, uh, share the, share the uh, big news. Uh, uh, I don't know what it is. The real big news. Um, you don't have to fake it. Just say the real news. I only read 39 books last year instead of 40. Is that the big news? Uh, that wasn't the big news that I was thinking about. Oh, what was the big news you were thinking about? I don't know. So you can't even think of the big news either? I can't either. think of the big news. Okay. I just think we only got 15 minutes left in this episode. 15? And we got we to gotta get to this. Okay, fine. So actual big news? Actual big news. Okay, I'm pregnant. Yeah, Nikhil's pregnant. <laughs> At least, I'm sorry, I just got all over you, but you wouldn't have noticed if that sunbeam wasn't coming in. Yes, a good visual uh, thing for all our listeners to participate in. It's very true. Could I have uh, the series of questions that you have? Oh, uh, yes. Okay, so okay, I I'm so, going Okay, let's lay out what we're about to do here. Okay. So, I am I am pregnant. That is a true fact. Oh, sorry. I am going to be the voice of the listener now. Oh, you Nikaila, oh, you uh, are pregnant. Oh, that's so exciting. You're going to uh, have yeah, a baby. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hugging, jumping okay, around. Hugging, yeah, yeah. Okay, back to business. Okay. So, um rapid fire questions as what we're we're sure you're all thinking right now. Ready? Go. When are you due? End of July. 
Who's the father? I think it's you. How are you feeling? Totally fine. Normal. No super strong symptoms. Thank you. What do you want the kid to be when they grow up? Um, astronaut zookeeper. Only two options. Will you find out the sex? Yes, we will. We can't yet. What age will you give them an iPhone? Um, probably not until they're 16. Those are all the questions. That That's it. That's all people would ever be thinking about at this point. Um, I think we need to lay down some ground rules for gifts. Why are you assuming people want to give us gifts? I am going... No, I'm not assuming anything. I'm expecting zero gifts. Okay. We're still going to have ground rules about gifts. Okay. No one's going to pay attention to our ground rules. Here are the fine. ground rules. Ground rules. If you're listening up. to this podcast. Okay? okay. We will have a baby registry. We will. Okay. So if you want to buy something... You, by the way, we're expecting no one to get us anything. It's very true. If you want to get us something... Then stick to the script. <laughs> you stick to the script. If you decide you want to go off script and you want to get us something else, it has to be an experience. Correct. If you get us something else that isn't an experience and isn't on the list, it will go in the dumpster. No, it'll be donated. To the garbage. <laughs> no, to someone else who needs it. Like raccoons. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We, we do raccoons. have a raccoon family. And uh, they really need a, a white noise machine. <laughs> <laughs> They need um, a, a wipe warmer. It's yeah. a thing. Oh, that's gross. It's disgusting. Um, your brother Andre was saying that those things are the worst because it's just like warm water sitting there. It's just like breeding bacteria. And then you take out a wipe and you put it on your baby. Yeah. Anyways, that's disgusting. So Nikaila is expecting, we are expecting yes, Nikaila to give birth on the hottest <laughs> day of summer. <laughs> Just the way that you said it, like we're expecting her to give birth. We are. Like we're expecting know, it. Like she's gonna do it. Who it's knows? true. Yeah. Okay. So Nikaila's pregnant. Yep. In July, she'll yep. give birth. Mm -hmm. And it will be our first child. It will it's be true. my parents' sixth grandchild. It'll be your favorite. It'll be your <laughs> that does not need to be said. No, oh, I said it. Your parents, this will be their first grandchild. Their current favorite. And then how many is this for um my Paternal grandmother, Baba Orisha, uh, the great grandchildren. I think what? she said yesterday she has 10 currently. So will this be 10 or will this be 11? Couldn't tell you. That's a lot. One, great two, grandchildren. three, five from this, from Canada. So that's eight. I feel like I'm missing somebody. The only ones that I can think of that have anybody are Nina Martinez. It's five. Daniel. Has Six. one currently. Got seven on the way. Yeah, but I mean, we can't count who's out or who's not out. <laughs> we're only counting the outside grandchildren. Gotcha. We're going by uh, Government of Canada rules exactly. here. <laughs> um, so Daniel and then Andy. Right. That's it. There are no okay. Wexford Hladios. Well, then what about your grandmother? How many great-grandchildren is this? She for? has five. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be number six. Wow. Yeah. Okay, everyone wants to know the name. Um, trash can. Trash <laughs> Trash can. Jigbacks. <laughs> um, Jigbacks. Uh, we have... Um, if you send me a name idea, I will not use it. Yeah. Just so you know. Just so everybody's if aware. If you do send us a name idea... Even if I love it, not going to use it. You have ruined it. it for us. Because then like, it'll be like, oh, remember how I'm the one that gave you that name? And, and it'll be if, like, If you stop it. want to know anything about Nikaila, she does not want you to have the satisfaction. No. no. Satisfaction is not for anyone. Nikaila always needs to come out on top. Absolutely. Always. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Nikaila will name a child a name you hate just to get on top. But only if I like it. But only if she likes the name. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I think... People expect us to go really weird. 
yeah. with names. Because yeah. um, I mean, like I have always said, like I want my child to have something more unique. It doesn't mean I have to make it up. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be a made up name. But it's like, I don't want to personally know anybody with this name in my life. Yeah. Other people are allowed to know someone with that name. That's fine. But I don't want to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people are expecting us to go crazy and the let's uh, let's Maybe give let's will. give them a show. Maybe it will, you know you know it'll be like the first of July. Is the name no for Canada Day like fireworks? We're giving them a show. Oh, got it. That was a little too confusing. That was too too many layers deep. Too to many it. layers. Yes, um, Yuri, how are you feeling about your impending fatherhood? Fine, perfect. Uh, Next question. <laughs> what else? Fine. Yeah, feeling good. Um, have we bought anything for the child? No. Have we received anything for the child? Like five things. Yes. That's pretty fun. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's exciting stuff. Yep. It's a new era of life. Mm-hmm. I'm really not expecting things to change too much. <laughs> People quote him now. <laughs> Write this down. Yeah. <laughs> Send it to him in the, you know, middle of August or September. Well, children, what? They sleep through the night. They're yep. sleeping all day. Yeah. They come out being able to read so they can entertain well, themselves. Well, my child will. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's other big news. What's the other big news? Um, you're a captain. I think that's classified. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're just like not allowed to tell people. Like I'm your position sure it's a in a secret organization. <laughs> oh, the Canadian military is it a secret organization? Yes. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. I'm so sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. they've been doing a really bad job of keeping it secret if that's the truth. Do you want to um, expound, expand, expound? What's um, that? I've been in the process of applying to be a chaplain in the Canadian Armed Forces. Mm-hmm. And in December, I was sworn in mm-hmm. uh, as a member of the Canadian Armed Forces Reserves. So I'm, wor- I'm still living in Hamilton, working at the church, and then I'm doing part-time work. With okay, the uh, rapid fire questions about you being a chaplain. Um, what does your job look like? Uh, well, th- do I have to answer rapid fire? Yeah. Bare bones here. What is your job? Advocacy. Uh, um, counseling, um, and development, d- development, and morale. Perfect. Um, <laughs> when do you have you had your first day? No, I have my first day. Uh, when it happens. When do you days. get shipped off to war torn zones? Friday. <laughs> uh oh i didn't know that friday friday so uh to, to speak to that uh as a reserve you don't get shipped off anywhere it's true and they can't deploy you um against your will against your will like you they ask for any volunteers who want to yeah so they'll be like oh this happened like last year or whatever mm-hmm. oh we need to go to the we need a hundred guys, mm-hmm. guys. Look how sexist I am. Of course, we need no women are in the military. Members to go to the Arctic for like an operation that's going on there. Like cool. we're helping like a research team or something. Um, who wants to go? And then you basically sign you on. You can the, sign up. You can sign up and go for six weeks or whatever. It's true. Um, but the only way that uh, I, I am loyal to the queen to whom I swore an oath. Absolutely. And I'm if, so glad she was still alive when you were sworn in. Exactly. And so if Canada goes to war, like let's say Russia's invading Ukraine or something like Naturally. that. Naturally. And they they say, okay, we're calling up whatever reserves to to come, then I, I could be ordered to go and then I have to go. I feel like it wouldn't be as small as Russia invades Ukraine because I feel like that happens bi-weekly. Um, it would need to be like, World War Three, wouldn't it? Not necessarily. Oh, really? Yeah. But I no, mean, like be, the 
armed forces the regular it would have like to be active a lot. duty they've, they've got a lot of people yes. they're fine it would have to be a lot also it's canada we don't really we don't really do much we but, don't intervene but at the same time like i i swore an oath i'm loyal so if it's they true. order me to do something you gotta do I it. have to do it or be insubordinate Ooh, that'll be fun so there you go Okay. Um, do you get to uh, shoot a gun? No, I am uh, considered a non-combatant according to the Geneva Convention, which the Canadian military subscribes to. Are you only um, chaplainizing the Orthodox people? No, uh, you are a chaplain for everybody. Mm-hmm. That is in the unit. So I belong to a unit. Yeah, what's your unit name? The Argyles and Southern Highlanders of Canada. Yeah, they are. He picked that just for me, people. Just because I like Scottish things. <laughs> that was the most Scottish. So it's an infantry unit. Mm-hmm. And there's, I don't know how many, probably a couple hundred people maybe. In You'll the find out. And I'll find out. There's one other chaplain. Yeah. So like one guy for like a hundred people. Two guys for a hundred people. No. Well, now that's you. I mean, you haven't yeah. done your first day, but yeah. now I see, because in my brain I was thinking like, oh, it's going to be like, I don't know, 30 people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why do they need more than one? One guy can handle 30 people's complaints, but- <laughs> When there's a hundred, you want a second guy. Yeah, I'm a glorified uh, complaint box. No, <laughs> that's that's not it. That's funny. Um, okay, any other big news? Um, not really. Church okay. is going. That's true. Um, oh, big news. Had my surgery on yes. my knee. And how are you feeling? So let's say, let's say 100% being fully back to normal healthy. Where were you before your surgery? Uh, probably like... 50 50% of uh, maybe even less honestly of like my day-to-day abilities and life and pain like level. relative to just your knee yeah. oh, okay well like just my knees abilities were like at 25 right okay now where it's at where is it at 85 right so huge improvement correct mm-hmm. I have almost full range of motion not full yet I have I'm, I mean, now I have to work on getting my strength back um, which will hopefully decrease some of my like residual pain of just like weakness and then also help get like my full range of motion back um and like mobility of like what direction i can bend my knee is still like a little strange but um yeah that's about it uh don't ask me any more questions about my knee ever thank Mm -hmm. you everybody (laughs) well there you go we still have oh we have about four minutes left but uh if you want to uh go onto our facebook or our youtube you can leave a comment leave us uh, your favorite name that you would like us not to name a child perfect yeah um you could do that you could text us Mm -hmm. um maybe text us with your favorite kind of weather <laughs> What's your I know, I'm favorite trying to, I'm kind tr- of weather? I'm trying to think of topics we talked about today. What is if you had to pick your favorite kind of weather? What would it be? My favorite kind of weather like, is give me a- twenty degrees Celsius. Okay. Uh, no wind. Yeah. That that's probably. What's the it. sky look like? Oh, the sky partly cloudy. Partly cloudy. Okay, yeah. partly cloudy. Twenty degrees. No wind. Yeah. Okay, so like you really no you really like end of May, early June. Like, what happens at the end of May? You have a birthday. You don't it's care about your, your birthday. It's your birthday. <laughs> it's your birthday. What are you trying to sing? It's your birthday. Well, who made that song? Father Yuri Hladio. Oh, wow. It's beautiful. Captain Father Yuri Hladio. There it is. Captain Father. Yeah. He's a captain. My favorite weather is, like, I want it to be like 24 degrees, but I want it to be misty and like rainy and drizzly, but it's warm. But like... The clouds are really low, and it's kind of foggy. This is why I should be in Scotland, everybody. <laughs> Except it doesn't get 20. Well, it probably does get 24, but not 
consistently. But also, I don't mind if it's chillier. Like, I'll take like a 17 and foggy. That works too. Also, negative 35 at about 1 p.m. It's really bright and like it's very blue sky, not a cloud to be found. And the sky is just kind of glittery because it's so frozen and the snow particles are glitter. That's it too. But I want to be inside looking outside at that, not outside being in it. Gotcha. What's your favorite weather, everybody? What's your favorite weather, everybody? Also, feel free to message back and let me know uh, if you agree that Santa Claus is real or not. And who you want as your Harry Potter parents. Yeah, who would you want as your Harry Potter parents? Actually, I never got to answer that problem. Did I? You said you can't go wrong with the Weasleys. You can't go wrong, but I don't know if I'd pick them. Oh, but okay. you can't go wrong with them. Who would you pick? They're One, like a safe... two, three. Okay, you know what? Give me a second. Oh, sorry. I need to think for a second. Oh, yeah, I got it. Okay. Um, Lucius and Narcissa. <laughs> You're so dumb. What? I want to be the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was expecting you to pick Xenophilius Lovegood. Oh, he'd be great, but there's no mom there, so, you know. Where'd she go? She died. Classic. She blew herself up in an experiment. Classic J.K. Rowling, just getting rid of parents. I know, right? Yeah, she doesn't like parents. Does she have parents? Also, I was reflecting on this the other day, but if anyone who knows the Harry Potter books, like Xenophilius is a great name for xenophilius for the character xenophilius means the love of the other or the love of the like xenophobic yeah being afraid of the other yeah xenophilius being loving the other right right so it's like he loves all the things that are on the outside on the periphery right yeah, yeah, which yeah. is like what the quibbler is all about absolutely jk rowling she knew she knew she knew it was up she definitely knew it was up um any final words on anything that's happened to you between september and now uh no not really i'm I'm podcasting a lot with father jeffrey um praying priest is happening i'm editing other people's podcasts Mm -hmm. so it's a lot of fun you're having a good life um living my best life living Uh, your truth people have been so people would ask how's everything going yeah and for the past couple of months i've been saying it's the best kind of non-eventful yeah like no crazy ups no crazy downs except then we found out we were having a baby so that is definitely eventful Yes. I'd say that's an up. But you know how people would be like, oh, I'm busy. Or, you know, it's like, I'm not busy. No. Which is good. You are comfortable. I mean, like I'm working. I'm being creative. And that's what I talked about the other day is I I kept on struggling with the word productive Mm -hmm. because that would feel wrong. Like, oh, how was the day? Well, I was, I would always say like, it's a good day if I'm productive. Right. And I was always uncomfortable with the word productive yes. in that. And then I because discovered- Because that, that, that bases your personal worth on how much you can do. And right. how much, and what's another, what's a synonym for produce? Like put out into yeah. the Create world? Create content? Yeah, like right. I, I, I don't like about, that idea. It's not just about production. So the, the yeah. word that I have swapped it out with, and mm-hmm. please text me and let me know what of you think course, of this, is um, how creative I am in mm-hmm. a day, mm-hmm. right? So replacing pr- production with mm-hmm. creativity. Right. So you can- And creation. And creation, yeah. So like how creative was I was I today? Right. That, that to me is a way better way of putting it because because you can be creative in simple things. You can be creative in how you do the dishes or how you clean the house or even how you do service text for the church or yeah. how you do um, podcast editing or, you know, and then that I think that's where I get satisfaction is like the creative aspects mm-hmm. as opposed to just producing. Yeah. Because right? otherwise, like you're just a machine you can be replaced by robots. Right. Exactly. Can robots be creative? 
You know that there are robot priests in certain Buddhist temples in um, you China and are Japan? making that up. No, what? I am not. No, not lying. That's the big news of this podcast. Not lying. How? How does it? What? How? Go. Uh, there's a YouTube channel called Religion for Breakfast, and this guy does videos about religious things. Okay, and it'll be boring to almost everybody listening here, but except that you have opened it up with robot priests. So, <laughs> like, I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I feel like May that's not the Lord bless you. <laughs> ah, man. <laughs> Um, that's great. Yeah, robot priest. And what happens if the robot dies in the middle of the service and they have to like plug it in? Wait ten minutes <laughs> for what happens to come if back? a human priest dies in the middle of a service? That happens. That's different though, because you can't plug them in and they'll come back in ten minutes. <laughs> They're just gone. Have You're you heard eight? of a breathing machine? <laughs> have you heard of intubation? No. <laughs> um, okay, oh, we are over time, so yeah. maybe we should call it a day there. Okay. We just want to say thank you to all our listeners. We are not sorry for not having released episodes oh of course uh, not this time so of course it's just not too bad for you our listeners but yeah we do enjoy your texts uh so send them along if you want just and don't expect me to answer nope don't do that um and we won't promise that we'll be back soon mm-hmm. we promise that if we want to make another episode we will and give me a mood for a song oh yes um let's go calm, calm for the new year and maybe like a genre or an instrument um, we're gonna go saxophone. You want a uh, calm song that has some saxophone? In like it. jazz. Jazz. Could okay, like let's a do genre. jazz. Okay, yeah, we'll do calm jazz. Okay, calm jazz. perfect. There we go. Okay. Well, goodbye, everybody. This was lovely. Peace out. Santa's real. <laughs>